Hey guys, or as John Stones would say, Awawan Generals, and welcome back to the Footspants and Everything In Between podcast for the last time this season. Oh, it's coming to an end. We've had a great season for some fans, awful season for other fans, and honestly, Man United fans, season when was season 2021-22? When when did that happen? When did that happen? You know, just sort of erase it from your memory. But today we've got a decent episode for you, yes, decent. I've basically gone through the first episode of this season and I've gone through the predictions that me and Noah made and I'm here to review each one of those predictions. So, without further ado, and for the last time this season, buckle in your seatbelts, get your nan over, get your gran over, get your granny over, all of them are the same, make a cup of tea, two sugars, no milk, how you like it. Sit back, relax, because it's time for some more foots, bunts, and everything in between. Right, I think we go straight in for the kill with the awards so far. This season, so we have had most goals, so the golden boot, we've had most assists and stuff like that. Right, so let's get straight into it with golden boot was Mohamed Salah and Xiong Ming Son. Yep, the the um, Tottenham forward has been playing exceptional this season. And no wonder he would get that. In terms of save of the season, that was Pickford. And that was Pickford's save against Chelsea. You know, that like really magnificent one. He was on crack that game. Gunnar got Game Changer of the Season award versus Aston Villa. Of course, last game of the season. City 2-0 down. Continue with the goal for Villa. You just thought the title was in Liverpool's hands. On comes Gunnar Bam. Bibbidi boppity boom. Manchester City end up 3 2. Trophy in their hand. Take the L, Liverpool. You scousers, you've gone from going to be able to win the quadruple. This is my scouse accent. From winning the quadruple, right? To winning two tin pot trophies. Laughable, laughable. But then again, I'm a Man United fan. We would love to win even Carabao Cup. If at this point, we would love to win a Community Cup shield. So you can't, you can't diss Liverpool, but they're definitely not being the greatest team of all time because, you know, Pellegrini, he won, what, was it the League Cup and the Premier League and his team aren't the greatest um, team of all time, are they? Um, yeah, in terms of uh, most improbable comeback, that was uh, Tottenham Hotspur against Leicester. Most powerful goal went to Fernandinho. I don't know where they make these awards. Uh, manager of the season went to Klopp. Player of the season, I think. Player of the season went to De Bruyne, if I'm correct. And under the young player of the season went to Foden. I think player of the season went to De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Son and Salah, as we always said, run the golden boot. Edison and Allison shared the Golden Glove. Salah won the Playmaker of the Season award. Spurs qualified for Champions League. Arsenal didn't. Man United got Europa League, West Ham Conference League, 
but we'll get into that in a minute. Right, yeah. Player of the season was De Bruyne and young player of the season was Phil Foden. Right, let's get into the predictions then, shall we? We'll start off with the signing predictions. So when me and Noah started the podcast this season, we predicted, we got the top six signings, Premier League signings over the summer and predicted how they would do. And the first one was Ben White. And we basically, we got Ben White and we said £50 million, not a good signing for for Arsenal. Now, he has been pretty decent. I wouldn't say he's been top, but here's an interesting comparison. We're going to compare Ben White to Varane. Varane was another defender on this list who we said was a great signing. So... White versus Varane. Let's go into it. Um, White made over 10 more appearances. He scored more goals. Although, was Varane's... No, sorry. Varane scored more goals. He scored one goal. He Varane got more assists. <laughs> ben White got 13 clean sheets compared to Varane's five. Um, yep. Yeah. So... We'll look at the we'll look at the defending stats. That's what we're really interested in. Ben White, thirteen clean sheets. He wins that over Varane's five goals conceded. Ben White, thirty-five. Varane, twenty-two. Blocks, twenty-four. Varane, nine. Intercept. Basically, here it it pretty much looks like Ben White has had a better season than Rafael Varane. Um, so. Can we say that if he made 10 more appearances, the same amount of appearances, whether those stats would be closer together? I don't know. Could you argue that if Varane wasn't playing alongside Harry Maguire? Basically, uh, there's no excuse. Ben White has had a better season than Rafael Varane, so that's definitely one that we got wrong. Now, here's going to be interesting. I'm then going to now compare Ben White to Canate. He was another player on that list. And Canate, we said, was a good signing for Liverpool. Sorry, let me just sort this out. I put Alan White instead of Ben White. In the software's freaking out here. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Benjamin White and Konate. Ibrahima Konate. Right, appearances. Ben White, 32. Konate, 11. Right, clean sheets, Ben White 13, Canate 4. But if we put that into a ratio, right, we'll say Canate has just made over one third of his games have been clean sheets, right? Ben White is just a bit more. So Ben White, more clean sheets than Canate. But let's look at the defending. Goals conceded. Ben White, 35. Ibrahima Konate, 10. But in every other department, you know, um, Ben White wins. Ben White wins in own goals, scored one. But Konate then cancels that with a errors leading to goal. So, but Konate, I tell you what, he is going to be... And I'm saying it now, he's going to be the best defender in the league next season. Calling it, it'll be better than Van Dijk. 
saying it now. So in terms of the signings, Ben White, we're going to put him from a not good end of season review. We're going to put him in good. We're going to put him good. Um, Kanate, we're going to put him from good to to. You know what? Going to keep Kanate as good just because it was his first season in the Prem. Um, getting used to it, didn't make that many appearances and played decent. I liked watching Kanate. Varane, we're going to put to great to meh. Now, where this is where it gets interesting. We've got three attackers. We've got Sancho, Grealish, and Lukaku. Right? Lukaku's a striker, so I feel like it's only right we compare Kanata, uh, Lukaku to another striker. And the striker we're going to compare him to is... Ooh, who should we do? Let's do... Let's do the bog standard, Kane. We'll do Lukaku versus Kane and see what happens here. So, I'll have Lukaku out. Lukaku. And we will have Harry Kane. You know the um, the Griezmann thing? Anyway. So, Harry Kane made 37 appearances. Lukaku made 26. Kane scored 17 goals. Lukaku scored 8. Kane made 9 assists. Lukaku made 0. Wow. Um, goals per match. Harry Kane 0 0.5. Lukaku 0 0.3. Minutes per goal, Harry Kane 190, Lukaku 198. Shots 133 for Harry Kane, 43 for Lukaku. On target, 55 for Kane, 15 for, 15 for Lukaku. Basically, you can just tell Lukaku has been fed nothing this season in that Chelsea team. And I don't think he'll be here next season. I seriously don't. Um... Moving on, but Lukaku for the price tag, he's got. To, we put him down as a great signing. I'll put down and I'll put him down as a bad signing this season, just because of how much he went for. Um, now we're going to compare Grealish and, and Sancho. Obviously, two people that haven't made a massive impact. It's easier. I would say you get fed more chances and more creative players to be an attacking player in the City team. That's not me making excuses. It'll be really interesting to see here because they came for similar price tags. Sancho a bit cheaper than Grealish. But let's see how Jackie Grealish did compared to Sancho. So if Sancho made more appearances, Sancho, they've scored the same amount of goals. So Sancho made three more appearances. He made 29, Grealish 26. They've scored the same amount of goals and they've made the same amount of assists. So this is really interesting actually because they've both had 0.1 goals per match. But Sancho is zero point. Uh, Sancho is six hundred and thirty-four minutes per goal. Grealish six hundred and thirty-nine. Grealish has had more shots than Sancho. Has more so shots on target. They've both had the same amount of shots off target. This is really interesting, actually, in terms of attacking. In terms of attacking, I tell you what. These two are le like level. Literally level, maybe a bit better towards Sancho, but then the accuracy plays into Grealish. So let's look at the team play, because that's what a winger's for, right? They've both scored the same amount of assists. Sancho has made 935 passes, Grealish 928. Uh, they've both made five big chances. I don't know how they work that out. Grealish has a 5% higher pass completion with 88. Grealish has three more passes forward, 176. Um... I'll tell you what, Sancho has more through balls, Grealish four more crosses. Wow, I tell you what, that has been the most eye-opening comparison. That Grealish and Sancho have had the same seasons, 
But then Sancho's called a full op and Grealish isn't. And Sancho has come for less money than Grealish did. That is really interesting. That is actually really, really interesting. Wow. So in that case, I'm put, I'm keeping Sancho down as a good signing and I'm going to keep Grealish as a mess signing. I think we got that bang on just because of the more money that they paid for, for Grealish from Aston Villa. Yep. Right, let's move on because I don't want this podcast to go on forever this episode. Me and Noah predicted the best starting eleven um, at the beginning of the season and this was what we predicted. Mendy in goal, Shaw left back, Varane one of the centre-backs, Rudiger the other centre-back, Trent right back, Rice holding midfielder, Mount as a cam, Bruno Fernandes as a cam, Sancho on one of the wings... Lukaku up front, and get ready, get ready for this, Greenwood. Jesus. Not a single Liverpool, there's Trent, Trent's the only Liverpool player in there. But no Mane, no Salah, no one even even heard of Luis Diaz before this, right? No Jota, Jota was a new one who, who ended up being good. But I tell you what, the fact that he got 1-2... Three, four, five, five Man United players in that team just shows um who who <laughs> who put most of the players in there. Um, Mendy, he's had a decent season, I think he has. Uh, Shaw has been awful. Varane again, like we said, he's just been meh. Rudiger, great. I think we got that. That one was bang on. Trent, yep, he's bang on. So who's actually in the team of the season from this team? We've got. Um, Trent, he was in the team of the season. Rice, he was in the team of the season. Bruno, he was in the team of the season. We got three correct out of the 11. So not too great from us. Hopefully we can do better next season. Right, me and Noah Noah predicted our top three. Noah went for Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, City. Right, and I went for City, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool. Now, of course, uh, the, we both uh, got three of the four, but then the other one was Tottenham. I don't think anyone expected um, Man United to do so poor. And going back to the sidings quickly, I just want to clarify that we made those predictions before Ronaldo signed, so that's why he wasn't on the list. But yeah, we did decent with those predictions. I think not putting Liverpool and uh, City first and second on both of them was a bit stupid. And putting Man United in there, you know, false expectations. But what are you going to do? Uh, the Obviously, yeah, the real top four was Man City as champions, Liverpool, Chelsea and Tottenham. So Tottenham in Champions League. Let's see if they can be Astro bloody goo goo. Um, right, in terms of the bottom three, we both... These, oh my god, I cannot express how... Look, we got carried away at the beginning of the season when Arsenal were in relegation zone, alright. So, we both predicted our bottom three and we predicted in order from like 20th to 18th. Went for Norwich, Arsenal, Brentford. And I went for Norwich, Arsenal, Burnley. Or was it the other way? No, I went for Norwich, Arsenal, Brentford. Noah went for Norwich, Arsenal, Burnley. Um... So, Noah, Noah got two out of the three correct. I got one out of the three. 
Uh, Ericsson saved Brentford. I think they would have been very close to relegation if Ericsson didn't come. Uh, Arsenal, of course, finishing fifth, having actually a pretty decent season in the end. Ended up winning quite a few games. Arteta slowly getting his squad together. Um, Norwich, yeah, that was a given, let's be honest. Burnley, it's sad to see them go. Obviously, I thought Everton would probably be the ones relegated or Leeds. Definitely not Burnley. But it don't know. It just so happens that Burnley just... Burnley just didn't get the luck of the draw. So, yeah, sorry about that. I'm in the middle of exam season, so it's all a bit stressy. But this has been my last episode from the current studio slash bedroom before I'm off to uni. So it has been very fun. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this season. I certainly have. Next season we'll be back, and we'll be back stronger than ever. Trust us on that. And, yeah, we've been toying around with a few ideas. Let's see what happens. And, yeah. Until next time, for the last time, season two, adios.